What's going on, everybody? This is the Father-Son Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Justin. And my name is Sam. Paul is not here. He's on vacation. And he told me to FaceTime him during this podcast, but he's like, I'm not going to have him FaceTime him in the middle of a Disney park. So he's, he's here with us, I guess. I'll have like the same idiotic statements. In, uh, in, in spirit. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take up the mantle of just making fun of you the whole time. Hey, he wants it to happen. He, told, he made sure uh, he told you to, told me to tell you to, you got to like, give it to me. He said, don't let me off. Did you set your lineup? Did you set your lineup against him? I'm 0-5 this year against my dad. Oh my God. I, I, didn't set my I didn't set it. I did. I kind of like, I, I had no one else to put in because everyone got injured. So I was like, I'm not going to win. And he's taking it. He's 5 of a no against me. So you, you could go ahead and be my dad and just that go. Man, listen, all the young kids don't, don't know everything. I'm not. It's because you're in college and you think you know everything. Doesn't mean you know anything, bro. I know I'm very bad at this whole fantasy. Oh, and five. <laughs> oh, and five. I'd be having to keep saying the same thing. Oh, and five. He's gonna have it like you. Framed. You didn't lose. You didn't. You you lost to the old man five times this year. Yeah, I did. You're not, not good at fantasy football. Not this year. It's the one year I do a podcast. <laughs> it just turns out to be like my worst year possible. I'm in right. the listener league championship though. I did make well, that happen. And how did your SFB eight go? Guess what? What? I'm in the final, baby. I'm in, in the, the final. final. Top yeah. fifteen, son. Top 15 out of 950 or something like that. 900. Yep, 900 inches. Wow. Top 15. Next year, we're going to be up there with you. So oh, we got, we'll we got, see. We got Paul. He's never wrong. Yeah, Pauly. I'm going to have him <laughs> the whole team. <laughs> and then I think I'm in three other championships this year. 2,000-ish dollars on the line. Hey, take them all home. Uh, I would love it. Last week, we had a bet, you and I. It was Mullins or Foles. I was wrong. I Who was did I take? Though. You took Mullins. You said Mullins was in for a prime oh. matchup because he threw for 400 yards against the Seahawks. He actually did. He looked really good against again against the Seahawks. Foles actually did look good, too. Um, Foles, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Jared Goff, though. I think he's got seven turnovers in the last two games. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know what the Rams offense are. They're pulling a Saints offense right now. They're both like struggling. And... Uh, that game wasn't pretty at all. You saw Jerry Goff. Nope. Yeah. And then you got Drew Brees in that Cam Newton game. Look, that was, that was an awful game to watch. Oh, by the way, on that game, I lost. I, I did something stupid, and I, I actually started a guy that I said to sit in my article. And uh, I lost by, I think it was like 1.5 points. And really, all I needed was that final pass to Ian Thomas. All I needed him to do was catch it, and I would have been in a fifth final. I am so irritated at myself because the rest of my tight ends on my bench outscored Ian Thomas this week. I just, oh. I did it. I did a stupid thing this week. Wow. Hey, happy. Dang. That's not good. That, that's the worst way to lose. I talked about that before. I'd rather lose by like 60. I'd rather get blown out than have like that oh, tiny yeah. thing. You're doing like, oh. and, and that, and, well, and like I said, the most irritating thing, it was literally, he literally had the chance. Now, it wasn't a good pass, but I still think it should have been caught by Ian Thomas. Yeah. Regardless, it was like, it was there. Like, if had he caught that, it would have been in a championship. Wow. Yeah, that game was just awful, both offensive sides. It wasn't, I didn't think it was like any big defensive place that really happened. It was just the offenses both looked so awful. I don't know what happened to yeah. the Saints play calling. The Rams are starting to get figured out. Eagles have a chance. Yep. Yeah. And they have, uh, 
I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a bad word. They have big dick Nick coming. Yeah. Gonna gonna name. maybe maybe that's how you maybe that's how they win though. They they get Carson Wentz through most of the season. Told you. He gets and hurt. then they give it <laughs> hand it over to Nick Foles at the end of the season and into the playoffs, and that's how they win. He's got the power. I don't know what it is. I told you. Can't count this guy out. Looked bad in the beginning of the year. But as soon as he gets like a chance after Carson Wentz gets injured. Yeah. As well. I mean, fantasy points he had uh twelve. He had no touchdowns, but he had two hundred and seventy yards and he had some big plays down the stretch. But you don't get points for big plays. Nope. I will say that one team in Dynasty League, my dad and I had to face the overpowered one that we showed you. We took him down. Yeah, because they have a there was there's been a lot of stuff going around on Twitter this week about oh well we should change up the the format of playoffs. It should be something about points scored. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Like all all play record or something. And I, I wholly disagree. This is exactly why we play fantasy football. Yeah. You're awful. never gonna be able I mean I've always said it's twenty five percent skill, seventy five percent luck when it comes to fantasy football. And guess what? All the big players, Gurley, Saquon, Cam, Drew Brees, threw up duds this week and hurt a lot of people yeah not me though not you because i don't i i pick better players than everybody else <laughs> i got cmc and kamara on my side everywhere huh. yeah i didn't have a lot of uh cmc by trade for cmc that dude late. he is he has quickly climbed into the a top five dynasty running back Playing yeah. like a hundred percent of snaps. It's like ludicrous yeah. <laughs> how much he's playing. It's a, it's insane amount. I, I'm I was surprised. I most of my drafts happened before preseason week two, unfortunately. So I wasn't able to like see the usage and like get the trend. And I was like decently high on him before. I was like I had him top ten, but like I moved him after I saw the usage top eight. And I wish I was like as high on him as I was well, in the draft. But and, I, and I think a lot of people were just down on him because oh they have CJ Anderson and oh he only got a hundred and I, I think it was like hundred and twenty five carries or something like that. Wow. Yeah, but CJ Anderson. I mean he bolted up. Ron Rivera was throughout the offseason was saying, Well, here we're gonna give him more work. It's hard to decipher all that coach talk. You don't know if it's real or not, but well, but I mean I mean the, the fact remains is whether I mean he wasn't efficient as a runner. So even if he got an uptick in efficiency and a slight uptick in touches, and I, I was saying like going from like 115 to 140 carries, you're still talking about a top 10 running back this season. So, and, and the other thing was I didn't believe Greg Olson was going to come back the same because of that foot injury. We've seen so yeah. many issues with foot injuries in the past, especially with like guys like Julio Jones, who it's just a nagging thing. And sure enough, we get back. And he had an issue at the beginning of the season, and then he had another issue for more more of a compensation injury than anything. Now he's on the IR, so it's just. And this this is more of an off season topic, but it's just pay attention to what the situation is. Pay attention to everything: contract situation, injury situation. Yeah, we're gonna have um, an episode coming up about like things that we gotta like pay attention to more. I guess like the way to fix our process. Um, right. I think we're gonna do that. That's why I like like for me, like Patrick Mahomes. I that's why I got it right. Because yeah, saw the weapons around of them. the process. Yeah. And you saw that so, Alex Smith can do that good, man. I didn't think Alex Smith was that good of a quarterback. Right. You were higher but, than I was. But. but we need to uh 
get past this season. So let's yeah. do start sets. Let's do start sets. So quarterbacks, I don't want to do a lot of quarterbacks this week because most of the time and not, you're starting your studs. The people who have bad matchups, Jared Goff, Arizona, um, or do you have like guys you can start over him? People can find in waiver wires this season, I guess. Mitch Trubisky, I'm putting Mitch Trubisky over him, or Josh Allen too. Uh, who does? Yeah, I I don't know about Josh Allen at San Fran, and then Josh Allen goes against New England, who's 24th in the pass. Yeah, I I think the thing with Josh Allen is usually Belichick can scheme guys out, but Josh Allen's running is not a planned thing at all. He is, it's generally a broken play, and he he runs so. I think you're, you just have a decent floor. Like him and Lamar Jackson, it's hard to sit because they have that rushing floor. Yeah. Um, actually, I was so Matt Williams for from FF Statistics. We were having an argument last weekend because I actually said start Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers, and he was getting angry at me because he was like, regardless of if you're right, that's the wrong process. But I don't know if I wholly agree with that because Aaron Rodgers was playing the Chicago Bears last week while Carr was playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Uh, and while while Aaron Rodgers is head and shoulders uh, above Carr in terms of talent, uh, the matchup was huge, or the matchup difference was huge. The Bengals are, I believe, the worst or second worst against quarterbacks this season. The Bears are like top three, top five. So, and that this is another process talk. It's. Well, you have huge, and, and Rodgers hasn't been the same this season. They just got had a coaching change. So there's a lot of things working against Rodgers this season. Yeah. And wh- whether Carr's bad or not, his matchup was great. And guess what? Carr and Josh Allen were both better than Rodgers this week. Josh Allen is straight up better than Aaron Rodgers. This far into the season. Oh, oh word. Oh, word. Top five quarterback of this era. <laughs> now, Josh Allen, All for right. fantasy purposes, is just, he's, I guess, I wouldn't say upper, upper echelon, but. Right. He has, I think in the here. last five weeks, I believe he has been QB1. I'd have to look back at that. But he's been, I be, I, I've heard the stat, he's been QB1 over the last past five weeks, weeks or something. Last four weeks, he's number one quarterback in fantasy football. There you go. Wow, and and that's not saying much about him as a passer because he hasn't been passing the ball well. I think the maximum yards was like 221 yards. Yeah, so 801 yards were the pass four games through the air. For perspective, because, Rivers has a thousand plus. Brady has a thousand two hundred. So you're talking about an average of 200 yards a game. Which so he's not looking good. Okay, I shouldn't say not looking good. He's not looking great as a passer. He looks okay as a passer. He's got some of those long throws. Mm-hmm. By the way. You're welcome for Robert Foster, whomever listened to talk us. Talk about him. Hey, you you helped me and my dad, I guess, win the matchup. I saw guys on the wire. It was dynasties for something many, but both McKenzie and Foster were there, and I liked both of them. But yep. Foster's touchdown. Let, yeah. Whether whether there's um, regression or not, Foster over the last five weeks, I believe, has 94 or more yards and, and four of five and two touchdowns. Um, but – so yeah, Allen Allen doesn't look great as a passer, but his rushing ability, his rushing floor makes him extremely viable. And like you like you heard, he's QB one over the last four weeks. Yeah, so I'm starting Allen. I, I know it's tough to start him, but at the same time, it's like it's tough to sit him at the same point. It's just yeah, he's gonna run, and he's probably gonna get you a floor of seven plus points. And 
has an upside of a 14 plus points with a rushing touchdown. You like Brady more than him this week? Same game. I I hate Brady this year. Uh, Brady Brady like Rodgers has just had an off year. He's had his good games, but he's also had some terrible games. And I believe he is not even a QB one this season. I think he's on the brink of it. Um... Now now that's not saying much. And I've talked about this before. Is that quarterback this season's very odd just because there's the scorings up and passings up like guys that would have been qb ones last season are you're sitting at like high-end or mid mid-tier qb twos yeah brady's the 13th um, quarterback this year and rogers uh, this says this says 12th rogers is 11th so you're you're talking about two guys who are generally top five that are on the bottom part of the um QB one and and that's because passing's up. You guys have you have Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck's back, Jared Goff it took a step forward this year. The passing touchdowns for Mahomes like it's eleven more than second place. That's insane. Mahomes keeps right. doing Mahomes. You're not sitting Mahomes game this week. Well, and and here's the other thing: Rodgers has a twenty-three to two touchdown interception ratio. Brady has a twenty-four to nine. You're talking about guys that would have been high end QB ones as early as, um last season or as late as last season so i i think this speaks volumes to late round quarterback yeah it speaks volumes to late round quarterback right now definitely does like rivers was outside top 12 he's number six luck was right kind of like falling out and i we had a james cole on our episode and i was saying my bold take was that andrew luck finishes top four quarterbacks and he was saying he didn't know he could get behind that because of the whole shoulder surgery but like right now luck is number four I mean, that that was super risky just because we had no idea what he was going to look like. And even in that first game, they had that Hail Mary, and they had to bring in Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, that, that scared so me. It, I was like, oh, no. It was just like, well, and then – but he's proven us all wrong. And I, I, and this is another dynasty topic. I think he's climbed back into that probably top three quarterback for dynasty. Top three, top – I say top two. Well, so, that I mean, it's a debate. Yeah, well, that's another Patrick, I, I, Patrick Mahomes is my number one, but we, yeah. we can go into that in the offseason. This is for offseason dynasty podcast. And then one last start sit for uh, quarterbacks, because I think most of often that you're starting your studs. Starting Andrew Luck with a matchup this week, starting Breeze with his matchup against Pittsburgh. But Rivers, he's been doing good for owners. My dad loves Rivers, so he'd probably say start him. But he's got Baltimore this week. And there's not a lot of streaming options available, but if you have Lamar Jackson... Are you playing Lamar Jackson, who's going against the Chargers, who are second against the pass? Or are you playing Phil Rivers? We'll see that. I didn't like that. But yeah. Second against the pass. Yeah. In terms of what? It's fancy points. Uh, second against quarterbacks. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're third. Yeah. Well, they're third the last five weeks. Um, that's tough. I'm saying Jackson just because of floor. Floor. Bal- Baltimore. I mean, is just behind the Chargers in terms of their their um, against the quarterback. Yeah, don't overcomplicate right there to four. I like that. I mean, that that's really tough. So on the season, Baltimore's actually second against the pass in terms of fantasy points per game. The Chargers are sixth. So that's that's a tough one. I think- I'm personally going Lamar Jackson because of rushing floor. If it's a six-point passing touchdown league, I'm going Philip Rivers, I believe. Yeah, that's that, that's actually a good point. Six-point passing touchdown, you're probably going Philip Rivers. Yeah. If it's four-point, I would be Lamar. going Lamar Jackson. Because I mean, especially if like you're like my dad and you like Philip Rivers, he's been doing good for you all year. Oh yeah. Benching him in your championship game, 
uh, he got people are like oh he got you there but like you gotta think it's not like a season long game it's a week to week game yeah i i just he doesn't rivers doesn't have the ceiling that lamar jackson does in terms of um fantasy points just because he can pass the ball but he's not running the ball and this baltimore defense has been very good very very good Uh, so yeah i i I think that's a good caveat if it's six point passing touchdown you're probably going rivers four point you're probably going jackson the other thing is keenan allen's hobbled um it it seems like he's gonna play but I don't know how effective he is. Could be a decoy. Uh, so yeah, I, I just. But he also has Gordon back. I I don't know. I did. I I'm personally going with my gut, and I'm going Lamar Jackson just because of that rushing floor. Yeah. I would rather I would rather get like a solid twenty points. Um. Than risk getting like a single digit game from Rivers because of that, um, passing defense from Baltimore. Yeah, for sure. And now on to running backs. Um, my friend had a good question. He said Chris Carson or Tariq Cohen. I went Carson just because they face against Kansas City and Cohen's got San Fran. And uh, I don't know. Cohen's been iffy. I feel like they haven't really used like their offense that much because their defense winning games. They're, they've had low-scoring affairs past two, I think, affairs. Right. So. Well, and so, I mean, Seattle – regardless i mean they've been kept themselves in games that defense is okay um they're not the legion of boom but they're they've been good this year kansas city on the season is third against running backs in terms of fantasy points per game uh, and sorry they're they're they've given up the third most um points to running backs so it's just we know seattle's gonna run the ball they're going to split it a little bit, but Carson gets the majority of the carries. Yeah. Cohen, I don't know. Uh, Cohen has been awesome this season. Uh, he has been very efficient. He is a, I believe, a top. He's Yeah, he's RB12 on the season in terms of fantasy points. Yeah, been, but he just doesn't get a ton of touches. He does have 85 targets on the season, which is great. That's great. I don't, I don't think they're going to be passing that much against San Fran. I think they're just going to blow him out of the water so early on. I think that the rushing four is more there for Chris Carson, obviously. But Cohen has the ability to break a long touchdown because of his speed and athleticism. So if I'm playing numbers, I'm going Carson. Last two weeks have been doing well, too. Yeah, I, I think I am, too, because of the Kansas City. Um, matchup but i will say this if it's if it's ppr i might lean cohen if it's standard i would go carson we're split yeah well but here's the other thing the 49ers have been over the last five weeks have been sixth worst against running backs in terms of fantasy points per game there's also that i don't have the splits in front of me kansas city has been doing better like you said Honestly, yeah, they I, right now they're I think fifteenth or sixteenth over the last five weeks. Yeah. So um, maybe it is Cohen. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Carson. But so. but Carson so Carson last week against the San Francisco 49ers, twenty two carries for one hundred nineteen yards. Is that going to be Jordan Howard though? No, Jordan Howard's been awful this season. Awful. Super was, inefficient. Uh, very unexpected for me. I, I was originally off on him, and then I got back on on him. 
that going on. All right. So here, over the last five weeks, the lowest amount of carries that Carson has is 13. The lowest fantasy points has been 10.8, and that's that in that 13 carry game. That's a good four. So yeah, it's it's. I I don't really know how I subscribe in championship. I'm going. You might almost go ceiling with with Tariq Cohen. Yeah, I mean, I can make a case for either or for ceiling, though. I don't know how you think. I think ceiling and well, like I said, so in PPR, I would I would go Cohen probably. Um, standard, I think you're going Carson just because you're going to get that 15 plus carries. Yeah. But the, I think the game script is also a little bit rough, uh, as Kansas City could be blowing out, um, Seattle, if if they're throwing the ball. And Chicago could be blown out the 49ers. So <laughs> you're picking tough questions here, bud. Very tough. Uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, I th- I think that's I think that's how you split it. I think it's standard you go Carson, Tariq Cohen for PPR, and then coin flip at point or point five PPR. Half point PPR. Yeah, the last three games Cohen has had 24 targets, so he had 14 against the Giants, but his lowest total has been four, and that's week 14. But he still had, yeah, uh, he'll put a point, so I guess PBR here going Cohen. Tough, though. Well, he's got he's got 85 targets on the season, like yeah. he's getting targeted. He's one of true, I think he might have the most targets on the season for the Bears. So I, I just I think you have to, I, I, you have to go Cohen PPR, yeah. I, I even might go Cohen half point PPR. I go as uh, tough. I think I go Carson half point PPR because I don't know the rushing floor. I feel like he's getting at least three targets. All right, Damian Williams or Jalen Samuels? This Samuels. You're going Samuels. I'm going Williams. Like, listen. I think where's healthy. I think I think they're just gonna they're gonna split the workload there. Um, and I, I, and I don't know is if James Connor is playing. James Connor, I don't think he's playing. I think he said he's doubt. So, so if James Connor isn't playing, it's absolutely Samuels. What, regardless of New Orleans Saints, like here's here's the thing: New Orleans Saints are good at two things on defense: stopping tight ends and stopping the run. But Pittsburgh involves their running backs so heavily in their offensive game especially in the past game i can't sit a pittsburgh running back um but and the the other aspect is casey should be probably splitting touches between spencer ware and damian williams i think damian williams won that job last week spencer Ware didn't do anything the week before they brought i mean he did something yeah they didn't look good they they brought back in uh chuck kendrick west but literally, they know yeah, that, I, that a beast. Does that really scare you, Sharkandrick West? For Spencer Ware, kind of. I don't know. He didn't it look good. It would scare me for Damian Williams more now. No, Damian Williams looked good last week. That's fine, but Sharkandrick West is more of the pass catching back. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he has split with Ware, like you said, but I still I think, I guess not against Samuels, but you starting Damian Williams this week or you don't like him at all? That's the question. Uh, yeah, um... 
I think if you have to, I just think there's got to be better options out there. Yeah. Like, Kalen Balazs is actually an option this week. Oh, Sam, don't say that. We're going against him in the championship. But, I, well, I mean, think about it, though. I, Derek Henry ran all over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, Drake's still there. I do think Blash and Fagor's out. He's yeah, but some did you see how many touches Drake got last week? Not a lot. He got like four. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, that, that's just, that speaks something on, um, I can't remember his name now, head coach. Adam Gase. Adam Gase. He hates Drake for some reason, even though Drake's super dynamic. Uh, It'd be your own coaches. It's, it's, not even, it's not even the whole, I guess, players. Most of the time it's coaching. I've seen it with Aaron Jones. Not anymore. Right. But, like, yeah. Coaches don't um, players. Or, or there's another one. Jamal Williams, if he's available, I, is a good option. This Jamal week. Williams or are you playing uh, Derrick Henry? Derek, oh God, Derek Henry is so alluring right now because it's like they're just running smash mouth football. They should. He's, he um, can't tackle that guy in the open field. No, and and it, it and that's the thing with Derek Henry is he's not going to create his own yards, but you get him into the second level, he's like impossible to bring down. Impossible, but like yeah, he's not going to find his own holes. You got to make that hole for him. Um, Derek Henry actually has a okay, a good matchup this week. So if you go to sportsavermetrics.net and look at the advanced start sit app. Uh, he's got a 71 matchup in terms of his rush or rush matchup this week, which is really good. Uh, it's on a scale of zero to 100. So I might be doing Derrick Henry this week. I like um, Derrick Henry too. I, I, I still think, I still think William I'm so I'm starting like guys like Williams and Balaj in third, third place and championship games this week because I had guys go down. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I want to go back to Balazs real quick. Um, they, they gave him a lot of touches last week. And I, if, if you're hurting and, and who are, I, <laughs> we're bouncing all over the place. If, mm-hmm. if we're talking about like the Kansas city chiefs running backs, and they're going to be splitting carries. I'd almost be tempted to start Balage, just because of the volume. Um, let's look That's at what really he did close. last week. He had 129 yards, I believe, rushing. It's 130 foot now. 129, I think it was. 123 yards rushing and a touchdown. Yeah. I don't have touches in front of me, but 12 carries. There it is. 12 carries. 12 carries, 123 yards, and a touchdown. Wow. And, Go- and it was against a good good Minnesota defense. Yeah, and Gore was averaging 11.1 carries a game. So if you give him even that, he's basically he's explosive. So, so yeah, and Jacksonville's offense isn't good, so it's probably going to be a tight game. Yeah, probably use the run to open up. The- yeah, I could see Balaj, I guess. I can get on board with it. I don't and- know if I'd do it. But uh, I can definitely... uh, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it's just one of those. That's a risky one. But with KC splitting carries, they don't have a great rushing matchup. No, it's not. It's mid tier. It's tough. Yeah, I think depending on how the rest of your lineup looks, if you need an upside play, I think Balazs is the way. Balazs is the way to go. If you need, if you need, like, I think I I can see get Damian Williams getting like that ten point PPR floor, which is fine. Um. And if you if you need those kind of solid points, sure. But 
I think I think that's right. If if you need the upside play, I would be going with Balaj. Yeah, and then uh, last start set for running backs is Jordan Howard or Deion Lewis. Oh God. Yeah, one Chicago area says that San Fran and Deion Lewis is going against Washington. Um, PBR, I'm going Deion Lewis and standard, I'm going Jordan Howard. I think that's how I'm doing. I don't even has Deion Lewis even gotten that many as a recent no targets as a recent. Well, only had, he had three last week for nine yards and five for thirty nine a week before, so he's getting targets. I just, oh god, I'm, I'm probably going Howard. Just because, like you said, it could end up being a, a them getting ahead early and Howard running out the clock. He's still been getting carries, like double-digit carries. He's just not doing a ton with them. Yeah, uh, not really at uh, all efficient on the ground. Like I don't. He's just been really disappointing this year. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm probably going to Howard. Well, I, I think I think that's right. I think it's Howard Standard, Deion Lewis PPR. Gotcha. All right, on to wide receivers now. Everyone's favorite, Robbie Anderson. Or are you starting your boy Robert Woods? I'm always starting Robert Woods. Get out of here. Always. All right. Robbie Anderson or Julian Edelman? Uh, give me Edelman for the PPR upside. And then Anderson or Alshon Jeffrey? Mm-hmm. Who does Philadelphia play this with? Houston. Actually, it's. Not a bad pass matchup. 26th against the wide receiver this year, according to 444.com. Anderson has Green Bay was 28th. Yeah, but I I trust, I would trust Houston or uh, Philly's offense more than I trust the Jets. So, yeah, I got to go. I got to go with uh, Alshon. I just, I do not like Robbie Anderson. Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not an easy one to like because it is Robbie Anderson. He hasn't done crap all year except for as of recently. But uh, per- and maybe and maybe it's just um, Darnold getting more comfortable. He's he, did, targets. he did. He had eleven. He had eleven targets last. Twenty-five time. targets in the last three games. Five red zone targets in the last two. He and then Green Bay secondary. Buffalo. Yeah, Green Bay secondary is hurt. Uh, he's going to be lined up against Jair Alexander, who is predominantly a man coverage, and Anderson has the highest average at the target versus man, and versus nearly all routes. Alexander allows. 13.8 yards per target. That's per Debro. FF. Yeah, B. Yeah, Debro. That's actually, I mean, with, he's got 18 target. Yeah, he's got 25 targets the last three. He didn't do much in that against Tennessee, but the last two weeks, including Buffalo. God, that's rough. Yeah. I, yeah, I like I, but but I think Foles trusts Alshon a lot. Yeah, I see that too. Definitely, I think you gotta get the edge to Jeffrey's sort of floor play. I think Anderson's a ceiling play. But yeah, I, I think I'll agree with that. It just seems like Darnold's getting more comfortable throwing the ball down the field. Yeah. And uh, like you said, Green Bay is an is a decent matchup in terms of a, against wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, let's look at this real quick. Let me just verify. Green Bay. I mean, they're ninth. They're ninth the last five weeks in terms of fantasy points. Well, that's not true because I need to go to PPR. Uh, they're tenth the last five weeks. On the season, they're sixth. So, I, yeah, 
like I said, I, I think I trust Alshon more, but if I think if you're going and, and maybe you, you need to in the championship go for ceiling plays, you, you might want to go Anderson. I'd go Anderson over Keenan Allen just because of the uncertainty and Baltimore's defense. I, I think I would agree with that, actually. And then I want to do a couple I, I, more. I know a lot of people are going to hate that. Oh, start your studs. But I, I don't think it's ever that simple in terms of fantasy football. No. All right, we're going to go to we're going to do a couple rapid-fire ones to get more players out there. So your boy last yep. week was Demarius Thomas. What about D.D. Westbrook or Demarius Thomas this week? Both of them are good matchups. Demarius had a decent game last week. Probably Demarius. Yeah, I go Demarius. I, I just I can't I can't trust Kevin Hogan. Yeah. Or it is not Kevin Hogan. It is Kevin Hogan. No, Kevin Hogan's on the Broncos. Who, Cody Kessler. There you go. Yeah. I can't trust Cody Kessler with Jack. Yeah, no. All right. Robert Foster has been our boy, my boy, as of the last two weeks. Or Dante Pettis. Pettis has got a rough Pettis matchup. Chicago this week. and Foster versus New England. Ceiling, Foster, Floor, Pettis. Gotcha. What about Josh Reynolds or Sterling? I don't think Shepard? that helps. Eh, that doesn't really <laughs> help. Yeah, both for ceiling plays probably. So I'll go Foster. I think you ride the wave. They're both doing well, though. And, uh, and I said Reynolds or Sterling Shepard. Last one. Who's going to get the targets in New York if OBJ doesn't play? Because last week it was Ingram. It's going to be whatever, whoever, because they're playing for a draft pick, I hope. I don't know. It's really, it's it's a crap show. I think that you're going Reynolds here just because I don't trust the Giants offense. I mean, if it goes to Shepard. I mean, there you go. Floor play, ceiling play. Ceiling play is Shepard because you could go to Shepard all targets. Or yeah, well, I, well I'll say this. Um, if Patrick Peterson takes away Brandon Cooks, then it's probably got to be Reynolds. Yeah, I could definitely see him take away Brandon Cook. And then uh, yeah, I, I, it's probably, probably, I think Reynolds and and Woods are more of the plays this week for the Rams in terms of their wide receivers, just because I think Patrick Peterson's going to take away Brandon Cooks a lot. Yeah, I definitely see it. All right, we're going to go to tight ends now. Top three, you're starting Kittle, Ertz, and Kels. Ebron let me down last week. You started him this week? I think you have to. Yeah. I mean, I, he, yes, he's going to – I think all players are going to have disappointing games, but I, I just think Ebron gets too min, too much volume to not play him. Yeah, I agree. Um, Gronk doesn't have a great matchup, but you're starting Gronk in your championship game, I think. Ugh, you got to. Uh, Evan Ingram, I think he's a start now. David Njoku is a start. So Austin Hooper or Vance McDonald? Hooper's got Carolina, who's 28th to the tight end, and then McDonald has the Saints, who are 9th to the tight end, like you said earlier. Yeah, like I think it, it's got to be Hooper. Yeah. Um, I, 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 like I said, I made the mistake of starting Ian Thomas last week against New Orleans, and it bit me. So yeah. go with the matchup there. It's got to be Hooper. Gotcha. Um, you like Cameron Braid this week at Dallas, 19th to the tight end. Not a pretty matchup. Or Kyle Rudolph, who's at Detroit. 15 to the tight end. Uh, God. I, I can't. Brate's more of a touchdown person. He's not going to get the volume. Isn't that coming when you come down to the point of like streaming tight ends? Isn't that what you're kind of hoping for? Touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. What is. Uh, Rudolph hasn't done much. I don't like Rudolph's such an enigma. Like he's got. When he's got bad matchups. He does well when he's got good matchups. He does poorly. So I don't really, I don't know how to I'm gauge going. him. So I think you're, you got probably got to go break just for 
touchdown upside. I don't know, bro. And then uh, my favorite sleeper tight end this week is going to be Matt Lacoste. I agree with that. Uh, Oakland's not good against tight ends. Um, and even if he gets you just like a 7.4, I think that's fine. You got a sleeper tight end for us, Sam? Um, no. No. I, I don't mind Blake Jarwin if you're really digging, but like, uh, not pretty. Yeah, Jarwin's tough. I mean, you could you could probably do Uzoma, but he just doesn't do anything with his targets. Yeah, he doesn't. It's really frustrating. Because he gets all the targets. So, yeah, I, re- I really like Lacoste this week. Um, because, like, like you said, he faces, he's got a really tough match or a really good matchup. Um, the Colts have actually not been great this season against tight ends. Believe it or not. Um, so who plays the Colts? So Ingram's a good one. Yeah, Ingram, I think, is not your top five this week. Who plays the Texans here? So you're playing Ertz, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know if there's a good one out there. Is OBJ going to play this week? Well, I just got a notification that he sat out again with a quad. So no, I don't think so. And there's no point to it. Um. Yeah, I have Od- like my dad and I have Odell, so we're starting Stefan Diggs, Robert Foster, and Allen Robinson, and we need one more Ugh. for a flex. So I'm gonna give you some options right here. Send a lineup okay. with Sam. We have it's not gonna be pretty, Sam. <laughs> we got Traquan Smith. We could start in Dante Moncrief, Jalen Richard, Dion Lewis, Tevin Coleman, or Peyton Byer. God. It's gross. It's gross. <laughs> we won last week without OBJ. We don't know how. Well, Robert Foster and Damian Williams. I'm starting Damian Williams, Philip Lindsay, Nick Chubb. Bad. I almost go Jalen Rashard, but I don't it's Denver. It's I don't remember. Fun. Yeah. You gotta do it sometimes. Traquan Smith. Well, I, and and he just gives you that P and I'm assuming this is PPR. PPR. But I mean he's RB twenty seven on the season. Or no, wait, that was Last last week he had twelve point six points. He's been he's a he's a good floor. I think he's a good. He, he's up points. and down. Yeah, he's up and down. But I mean, in four of his last six games, he's gotten double digit points. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's got nine double digit fantasy point games this season. He faced the Broncos week two and had point five points. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Outlier. Maybe he comes back this game and gets, I don't know, hoping for it back. Well, so the Broncos defense now is actually very different from the Broncos defense at the beginning it's of the season. Well, yeah. they better at pass rush. So uh, I think I think it's Richard out of that group because I don't trust anybody else in that group. Yeah, fair enough. That's how it's done. All right, that's going to do it for this championship week start set. We're going to have Sam back on in a week or two. We're going to do our uh, what we got wrong this year and hopefully sam best luck to you in all your leagues two thousand dollars richer hopefully you, i want to see it it's going to happen sfb8 winner that'd be awesome you're gonna be we're gonna have so we gotta get you in our engravings as a co-host no longer a guest as a co-host yeah sounds good to me you are by the way by the way check out the dynasty diagnostic podcast we just released our second episode so, yeah, check that out. Review us, follow us. I'll have their Dynasty Diagnostic Twitter in the 
bio and also Sam's Twitter at FFStompy in the bio. Make sure you go check out his Start Sit article for your championship week. And my dog is back yep. for the podcasting. Look at a whole lot of gang. You ready? Yeah, you ready? We'll have dogs on here. Yeah, I wish I had a husky. So cute. <laughs> Mine just chills. We got dog podcast. We got four hosts. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this week's Start Sit. Good luck to everyone in the championship game. And hopefully you guys win, make some money, and uh, get to have all that crap talk against your friends and stuff like that. That's probably the best yeah, part. Do that. <laughs> You're 0-5 against your no, dad. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm putting the outro music on. <laughs>